All right, welcome back to Bottles and Bottles, the uncut, unfiltered, unprepared podcast where we talk a little bit about whiskey and a lot about the journeys of becoming a first-time dad. Join back on the couch with Adam. Welcome back. You know what I was just thinking? What were you thinking? Has anyone called you dad yet? Nope. Okay. Actually, I think Morgan did once. I was playing guitar Yeah. for her belly, yes. which I still think is a weird concept, but I get it. Uh, the, playing playing it for her belly, yeah. I mean, for Morgan and the and the baby, and you're you're yet to be born child. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was actually kind of crazy because um, the second I started playing, the baby started kicking like crazy, like mm-hmm. visually you could see it kicking. L- little rocker in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's um, wild. But other than that, and I think she might have said like, "Oh, do you like it when Daddy plays guitar or something like that." Mm-hmm. Like, what was that like? I didn't, uh, didn't skip a beat. Yeah. Didn't really strike me. I don't think it will. I just asked True Morgan. artist. I just always performing. <laughs> <laughs> I just asked Morgan the other day. I said, what do you think? Like, when do you think will be the point where we go? Oh God, we have a, we have a baby. <laughs> I, I said two weeks in. Mm, no, I think so. I don't think so. You think sooner? Yeah. I think it's going to be in, not the delivery room, but whatever the room is after the delivery room. Postpartum, I believe is what they call that. I'm glad we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning new things. Yeah, <laughs> I did get a tour of the hospital, Yeah. Um, although I've been there because okay. I worked at that hospital when yeah. I was selling uh, a young, young buck trying to yeah i was make a buck selling hip and knee replacement systems i that was one of my accounts so i've been to the hospital before but yeah i hadn't really like walked around to see what it looked like so i actually got to walk in and see some of the rooms mm-hmm. um because you stay there you know yeah. it's it's like a hotel room for you you had to tour the facilities right yeah. um so at any rate it, that that was kind of cool but uh i i just i don't see myself really coming to that realization until like two weeks in to the Mm. baby being home. Mm. Cause I feel like at first it's going to be like shock. Like, I don't know what to do. And when you get home, it's like, you're just trying to survive. I think you'll know, man. Okay. I think you'll be okay. All right. You got to remember, man, you were once a baby. (laughs) (laughs) So that's like, that's like Morgan's favorite quote from the show so far. (laughs) When you said, when you said, Oh, you guys forget once I was a baby. <laughs> we were talking about like furniture or some something like that too. Like yeah. um we've all been there. Yeah. You and know what the need is and eventually it just gets back to uh primal. Oh boy. Instincts. Agreed. Well, before we get off the rails here. Think of primal. This is yeah. Out so of this world primal. We're going to go into one we're obviously going to uncork it with the whiskey that we're drinking. Rocky Balboa rye. Yes, and then we're going to talk about some unique baby gifts that Morgan and I got. I'm loving... Especially what's sitting next to us on the couch. If you're watching on YouTube, there's a really cool thing that's sitting next to us, and we kind of, you know, we talked a little bit about some of the things we got, but let's talk about some of those unique things. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not going to buy somebody a stroller or, a you know, baby's bottles, things like that, how can you get creative with baby gifts? Yeah, Um, and on top of it, like if you're at that party, you're probably a close friend mm-hmm. that is going to be around the child and the family for quite some time. Right, right. And what better to, I mean, that's a that's your first 
gift to the little one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Agreed. So, so we'll talk, um, about this new riff, uh, mm. whiskey, and then mm-hmm. we'll jump into some creative, uh, gifts that you can give to people who are expecting. Um, so this new riff, I just recently picked up. It's a new riff on an old tradition, apparently is what they have on the bottle. Yeah. I'm reading it. From yeah. The back. I'm, uh, I had never heard of this. This is the new riff Balboa rye whiskey. So it's an, is that mash bill say 95% Balboa rye, 5% malted rye? Correct. Yes. 95% heirloom Balboa rye, whatever the hell that means. Uh, highlight heirloom. Man, that's, that must be heirloom Balboa rye. That must be a specific type of grain of rye. Like heirloom Balboa must be. Heirloom is a value object that has belonged to a family well, for several generations. Yeah. We're so, looking for heirloom rye or heirloom Balboa rye. That, that's got to be the grain. So, yeah, it is. So okay. it's 95%. That's the grain, 95% of this heirloom, this family-owned traditional mm. Balboa rye grain, 5% malted rye so this is this is a lot of rye going on look at the legs on that thing oh man adam with his legs <laughs> um so this is, you can go check out some of the specs i won't read this from the from the website but uh i've not experienced this distillery bottle label mm-mm. prior to 2022 is this new i don't i don't know I really don't know. Or has it been uh, out and they just changed the marketing labels? So this says it's aged at least four years. Okay. Um, I really don't know a whole lot about it. I, I just kind of picked it up and figured we'd try it out today since you're the rye guy. Yeah. Bottled in bond, so it's 100 proof. Yeah. Non-chill filtered, correct? Uh, without chill filtration, yeah. So they skip that extra step, which gives it a little bit higher alcohol content uh, and maintains some of that some of that flavor. Now, it's what grown it's... exclusively for distillation at New Riff <laughs> by Fogg Family Farm in Indiana. Okay. Indiana. All right. Red and blue fruit along with uh, pecant. It's new for me. Pecant. It looks French. Spice. Pecant. Um, so what this is saying on the website, the nose, clean, ripe oak. I totally understand that. Yeah. Totally get it. Um, it develops into a more honeyed fruit, which I don't know that I'm getting honey out of it. I definitely get get the fruit out of it. Um, there is this aftertaste that I don't exactly know how to explain, but now that I'm looking, wintergreen nutmeg. Wintergreen strikes a chord with me here. I definitely taste some kind of mint. Um, I get the spiciness. Like I, it I, sits on the middle of my tongue. Uh-huh. Hmm. Man, that is good. And and I've mentioned this before that I've never been a big fan of New Riff. And we just did, we just did a malted rye last week. Last week with Bill from like? New Riff, and I liked it. Bill's a big fan of malted rye. He is. Now this is very different. I I gotta tell you, if you see this bottle out in the wild, this New Riff, the Balboa, you Balboa don't see very rye. Often. Definitely pick it up. Pick it up. I was lucky enough. I know the owner 
of a shop and they had two bottles left. And I know I had texted you and I texted Bill and at the time nobody was responding. <laughs> we have day jobs. So, <laughs> yeah, so do I. He's in the middle um, of some meetings. <laughs> so I ended up getting both bottles. Yep. Uh, he gave them to me for $40 plus tax each. I think retail on it was 49 44 or 49 somewhere around there but man for 100 100 proof right that's a good bottle yeah 100 proof this is this is a great bottle Mm. and it's got a very different uh like i said i get a like a mintier aftertaste so at any rate uh not quite like uh what is that liquor you have the end of the night shot not sambuca um the peppermint schnapps no (laughs) I always make a joke. It's like, if you want to kiss your sweetie at the end of the night, you got to go to the bar and get yourself a shot of, it's not Black House, Rumplemans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never had it, <laughs> yeah. but I know, the, I know the term. All right. Um, at any rate, this new riff is great. So if you see it, grab it. Now let's jump into the next topic. Before we've been, we do jump, it's even better in this aged in ore. So Adam's drink, glass. Adam is drink, drinking out of the aged in ore whiskey glass. I'll put a uh, a little picture or something like that. Um, I mean, if you want to hold yours up there, yeah. So I've got the Glencairn. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit wider base. You get a little bit more of the vapors. It's it's kind of like a Canadian yeah. style Glencairn. I like it. Very very cool. Yeah, quite good. Thanks guys. Uh, Appreciate you bringing this. To Agent Or, awesome. Thank you. Uh, let's move on to some baby gifts. Some real a real quick segment on. So we're looking right here at a diaper cake. And I can't believe that you knew the term. You walked in and you said, hey, who got you the diaper cake? My mother is like a <laughs> professional diaper cake maker. I was like, are you kidding me? She's she's very, very good at, at doing these things. I feel like I bring up my parents quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's a very good aesthetic for what you and Morgan have in this household. It's, it's clean, so clean. Good lines. For those of you not watching on YouTube, first of all, what are you doing? Go to YouTube. <laughs> go subscribe. Go give us a like. We're trying to we're trying to bring you some valuable content. We got a lot of product reviews coming up. So jump over to YouTube, bottles and bottles. Um, but if you're not watching, a diaper cake is basically a cake shaped object made out of rolled up diapers. Yep. And you basically just take the diapers, you roll them up into like a tiny little burrito. Yep. And you stack them around and you wrap them with some sort of lace material or something. Ribbon. Yeah. Something. So you've got this wider base and then it gets a little bit smaller and then it gets a little bit smaller. So this is. Looks like a cake. This is a, I think, traditional diaper cake. (laughs) What I've been known to be mixed in are baby bottles. The extra tops to the bottles. Really? Um. I don't pacifiers. Okay. Some people call them nooks. I think that's what my little sister called hers. Nooks. Um, Towels. Binkies. Bibs. Like different things that can be like mixed in. It can get really elaborate. Like if you look up these things on Google of diaper cakes, it they can get what a cool what a cool idea. I've so it's very creative. I've never seen anything like this. It's a better way to present a set of diapers rather than. A box of Pampers. Here you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, very much appreciated. And you can hide things in yeah. the middle of them. I I don't know if I can pull this out. You could probably pull this off the top. Uh, this piece. Oh, there you go. So if you're watching, there's actually a bottle of wine 
stuffed in the middle of this diaper cake, which nice is bottle of rose, by the way. If nice you guys are familiar with um it's Michael, Ohio. Yeah, it's Michelangelo's winery. Um very cool because you can kind of create this base of something built around it. Yeah. And Morgan didn't know, she didn't even realize. It took her she said five, ten minutes at the, now this was from her work baby shower, which I did not attend. Right, right. She's lucky enough to have three different baby showers. Well, good for her. Um and you. Yeah, I will. <laughs> um no, we're we're super grateful for everybody. Now this is this was a really creative idea. I'm I'm fully sold on the diaper cakes. I want to do one for somebody at some maybe, point in maybe my life. For the guys. Yeah. And you can obviously sprinkle in some other things. You know, I could see this being like, let's say you have, you know, your normal um, baby shower that's typically driven towards the girl side of things, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I've also heard of guys doing like a diaper shower. What do they call it? Like a diaper diaper party or maybe something like that where guys get together. And most guys bring over a box of Pampers, throw them to you, and you drink and play golf or something like that. Yeah. Um this could but be kind in of a, the box of Pampers is usually like a box of cigars and a whiskey. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Now this is this is kind of a cooler way to do that. And I could see somebody sprinkling in some golf tees, some golf mm-hmm. balls, a yeah. bottle of whiskey in the middle, of course. For the girls that might want to get a little creative if yeah. there's a guy on the other or right. one of your buddies if they're nice enough to have a girl that wants to put one of these. Hundred percent. I don't know if I'd spend the time. I would. You would? I would. I'm a creative I'm I'm definitely the creative type that loves this kind of stuff. So I'm it's pretty super minimalistic cool. when it comes to that thing. Yeah. Well, at any rate, okay. um, <laughs> thank you for who who got us this gift. This is so cool and yeah. uh, great what, job on it. What about some of the other things you guys got? Well, we mentioned that one of the great things that we liked was from Miles, one of our buddies, who got us this huge gift gift basket. Yeah. It did have diapers. It did have um, some hand knitted. Uh, things in it, which is really nice from Mrs. She's great. His, from his mom, our yep. buddy's mom. Mrs. Ratto. And She's um, a legend. It came in a nice big gift basket, and towards the bottom was a bottle of wine and a bottle of whiskey. Of course. Beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Um, now, there's a reason you create a registry, because you're thinking of what do we, what are we going to need, Yeah. right? Especially with a firstborn. We have nothing. And I have no idea what you guys would need. We have nothing. So we were really putting on a lot of the things. So it's like you kind of know what you're getting already yeah, or what you've asked for, which is always a weird thing. Well, it's just kind of the list of, I mean, it's not necessarily you're asking for it. You're saying, hey, if you want to get us something, these are things that we're looking for. That's the way you can politely put it. that's the best way to do it is like this is what's on our list of what's left to collect. Mm -hmm. And here it is if you feel... You know, so inclined. Collect as if I'm collecting diapers. Basically, yeah. Well, I mean, let's think about the number of collective diapers you're going to need for your child over the next mm, conservatively three years. <laughs> think of every time you use the the loo. I thought you were going to say, think of every time you use a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> well, you start with them, and you probably end with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I think it's 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 a weird concept to think of but it's such a normal thing these days is to have a baby registry list yeah um and it's nice to get the things that you've kind of put on there saying 
hey, this is what we're looking for. This is what we need. Again, especially with a first child, mm-hmm. we're looking for the essentials. Um, we're going to buy our own stroller because that's a lot to ask. You know, strollers are quite expensive. You know, yeah, you're talking I mean, upwards of $700 for a, stroller. a, a nice one. Um, but the usual stuff, you know, diapers, baby bottles, bibs, um, spit-up blankets, yeah. sound machines, thermometers, which might strike a bell with you. A little bit. Because what you got us a thermometer yes. and a travel sound machine. Yep. And those are greatly appreciated. Just a little something. Um, now, which thermometer did you get us? Did you get us? those in the in-ear. The in-ear as opposed to the anal version, correct? Um, which is what Bill says is preferred. Now, again, I don't know if that's for him or if it's for... Here's my reasoning. Babies, but... You're going to have that around forever. We do not have a thermometer. No. If I felt like I had a fever, yeah, I would be opening up the box, your, your box, yeah. and... That was my thought, because like I remember when I was a kid, you always need one, and I'm a big fan of practicality. Of, it's a perfect Adam gift. Yeah. Like, dude, it's... It's something I'm that's here for a long time and a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that is needed. It's yeah. something that kind of gets lost in translation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's such an essential thing. And an in, in-ear one is different than the ones that most adults would probably yeah, use. Yeah, usually sticking under the tongue or whatnot. Yeah, right. Or they've got them by um, skin Temple contact. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. It, it, super appreciative of those things. I mean, everything that we get, yeah. we're very, very grateful for. Um, but, you know, I wanted to do a quick segment on this diaper cake and some of the more creative things that we got with some bottles of wine. Actually, a buddy of mine sent me um, a, a box of golf balls, and he took he took out every single golf ball and drew on it, um, like, different items he's an he's an artist yeah so he drew on every golf ball he drew like a diaper on one a bottle on another um he drew like the the poop emoji on another like great super creative and it was like he said in his note he said hey i got you a box of diapers but i also want to get you this because i know you guys are getting so many things for the baby it's also a reminder that you know, you're also a human being and mm-hmm. you're also going to have your indulgences, whether that may be whiskey or golf or music or mm-hmm. artistry, you know, whatever it is. He said, I just want you to remember because he's got some kids of his own. Yeah. And he's like, yes, you're going to have to dedicate so much of your time to this baby, but it's also important to take the time for Don't you in yourself. and also give the time for Morgan. Mm-hmm. And what a great gift and also what a cool way for me to transition that conversation with Morgan. And it was like, you know, we need to be an open book with each other because we're going to need to step away. I'm going to need to step away and go to the gym. That's a good point. And she's going to need to step away to go to the gym or go to the store. And like, look, we're going to love this baby like nothing ever before. Yeah. But you're still going to need those little breaks for yourself. I mean, hey, I love Morgan than than anybody I've ever loved. And mm-hmm. I still need my time. She still needs her time to yeah. do her thing. To You still have identity. Right. You're not just the parents of baby gold. Right. So it, it was just such a cool gift that I got that kind of sparked up this conversation. It was like, 
you know, you're right. We, we've been so wrapped up in how are we going to do this? Who's going to wake up in the middle of the night? Who's going to do this? Look, we're going to figure that all out. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we need to make sure, obviously, w- number one priority, baby's safe, mm-hmm. happy, healthy. Yep. Um, number two, us, Morgan and I, we are also safe, happy, and healthy. So it was kind of a reminder to me to take a step back and go, my life is not over. Because you've heard that you've heard that term before, and I you know you're starts, laughing. Man. It's Every, when life starts. I know. Everybody says like, oh man, like you're you're giving up everything. I don't think that's true. What are your thoughts? Because I know you're very analytical and I wanted to catch you off guard with that question. What are your thoughts on people who say your life is now over because you're married and have kids? Unfiltered take on this batch? Yeah, unfiltered as always. So there's a big perspective, you know, of what someone else can share with you. If they're single and they're saying you have so much you're losing, they don't see what you're gaining. Mm. They're at a different point in their life. That's fine. Glasses half full. Or it's just a different glass. <laughs> they may be drinking a hurricane. <laughs> you're drinking a nice glass of whiskey. God. You're I don't st- even I'm gonna need to sleep on that comment. Okay. New Orleans hurricanes? Come on, man. <laughs> okay. All right, maybe I had a trip a little too soon ago. All right, go for it. Anyways, there there may be just a different phase of their life. Um, from my perspective, I think you have a lot to gain. Starting a family is a big undertaking, and it, to some people it can just seem overwhelming. So it's easy to go to, oh, my God, you're losing so much of your past life. But they're not thinking about the life that you're going towards. Yeah, You're starting the next generation of your legacy of what your parents' legacy has been. Mm -hmm. And it's a natural cycle. So even though someone else may be fearful, doesn't mean you have to be. Okay. Now, what are your thoughts on personal time when the baby is born? It's important because not only are you getting personal time, but you're teaching your child that it's okay that you're not there. Or Mm. it's okay to be with just mom. Or it's okay to be with just you. Jeez, dude. I, you know, I was talking to my mom the other day Yeah, and she was listening to one of our podcasts and even my dad too. They were like, Adam is so insightful. That's good. I mean, they (laughs) were, they were like, we, we literally enjoy listening to Adam. Not that Bill's bad to listen to or I'm bad to listen to, but you, you bring a different value and that's something that I I didn't think of. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm thinking from a selfish aspect of I'm going to need time to go to the gym for myself. But from your point of view, you're going, no, that yeah, that's great. But it's also good for the baby, too, mm-hmm. to be just with mom, mm-hmm. just with dad. And Take no- a step further, neither of you guys being there. Mm. Because I know with what we've gone through over the last couple of years, it's been really difficult yeah. for families to separate. You know, you're entrusting your child with, you know, uh, another person. During a time where health and personal space has been highly in focus, Mm -hmm. but we're still living, we're still human. And there may be a bit of a difficulty right now in trying to allow that trust in other people, but you're going to need to. And it's big in development because it's going to help your child advance from a perspective of, I am a person of the world. Instead of, I am a person of my parents and myself who exist in this world. Okay. They're an individual as well, mm-hmm. just as you and Morgan are. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the sooner you get them exposed to, I'm okay on my own. Yeah. 
or I'm okay with mom. I'm okay with dad. I'm okay with grandma, grandpa, uncle, aunt, you know, whoever it may be. It's just getting them familiar because yeah. I've seen other times where it's mom and dad leave the room and all the walls fall down and they feel unsafe. Yeah. It's just building confidence, building character, and it's teaching them of you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So I think taking time away from little gold is important in, you know, small steps, but you're teaching even when you're not there. And it's kind of that practice of let's just shake the tree and see what falls off, <laughs> you know, because what, what are you instilling there of yeah. what are you teaching and what are they holding on to when you're not around? Right. That's your baseline, like core things of, you know, uh, discipline, um, routine, uh, expectation, demeanor. I mean, there's a lot that goes in there. Okay. Um, real quick, do you have another 10 minutes or so? Yeah. Why don't we take a quick break, get a refill, because I feel like we're digging into something special here. I've got a couple questions I want to ask you and get your opinion on. Cool. So let's take a quick break, and uh, we will be right back. Thank you. Welcome back to Bottles and Bottles. Uh, Adam just gave me a quick refill. There's just a couple more questions that I wanted to ask him. Uh, if you missed the first part of this, we are drinking the New Riff Balboa Rye, which has been fantastic. Very enjoyable. Uh, great sipper. I think I could probably enjoy more than one of these, but I know we're running up on some time today. Yeah, and I know you have to work as well. Yeah, we got so. some things to cross off the list. <laughs> so we just kind of touched on... Man, we went from Balboa Rye, <laughs> and then we dug into creative baby gifts, much like this diaper cake, yep. which is super cool. Um, and then we went into some, you know, one of the gifts reminded me that it's important for me to take time for myself and yep. Morgan for, her, you know, for her to take time for herself. For sure. And it started to bring up this topic of, especially in today's day and age, it's oh, yeah. hard for kids. And I wanted to ask yeah. you... What do you think about a child who was born right before COVID started? How do you think they're coping with going to school? Because they're they're almost at that age. You know, I know I've got a niece and a nephew, and um, you know, my niece is getting ready to go to preschool, and she was born right before COVID started, so she did not have a lot of exposure, not only to other kids or going out things like that, but she. You know, the parents, my brother and sister-in-law were always home because it was COVID times. Yeah. Development is really important on those first three years from what I understand. Mm -hmm. Granted, quick reminder, like no kids. I grew up in a household where there was always kids. Yeah. My mom, you know, was a a stay-at-home mom. She watched kids in the neighborhood. Yeah. She did a lot of babysitting Um, and things like that. Yeah. And it was nice because it exposed me to that early on and like, you, I mean, there's some kids that I've seen as I've grown up. I remember when little Cotton, this beautiful little girl. Cotton? <laughs> that was her nickname. My dad nicknamed her Cotton because when she was born, she had very 
very blonde hair and it stuck up and it looked like a cotton ball. <laughs> and she was so small, she'd fit in like your two hands in a cup. Okay. Um, and now she's, she might be in high school now, but she's, I mean, I saw her grow up from an infant. Yeah. And it was cool. And she's very, very smart, very intellectual. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of see those development stages and how that is affected. So with kids that grew up in COVID era, they were very used to the home. They didn't mm-hmm. go out a ton, maybe outside, but you didn't. You weren't in big crowds. So I think they may be a little disadvantaged. They may be a little bit more standoffish. Okay. And I'm a big believer that no matter what point of being a human, you can learn new things. You can adapt. You can change. It's only as stubborn as you may be. Right. But you can figure things out um, and get better at them if that's a goal of yours. Okay. Now, it's hard to figure out what's a goal for kids, but if some other kid's having fun on the playground, I'm sure another one's going to want to go and have it. Mm-hmm. And then if it gets overcrowded, then you could step away whenever not. You you know, you want to do that, but Yeah. I think... It's going to be interesting from a social experiment perspective of what it's going to look like on child development. Right. Um, I'm not a specialist by any means. <laughs> I don't have any background in it other than just being able to witness young kids and kids. I mean, even growing up in hockey, like we were around a rink, you see kids all the time. Um, more so now. And I think it's just come out in everyday uh, habits maybe they're more tied to screen time with phones and iPads. Um, I know it influences behaviors. I mean, when I walk through a rink now, I see kids dancing like in front of a a phone, you know, for like, it must be some like TikTok or TikTok. like Instagram videos. That TikTok. Tick, the, t- the good old TikTok. <laughs> What's that TikTok? Are you recording a video for TikTok there, guy? <laughs> Uh, but no, that's needless I, to say, I think it's going to be interesting. I, I, I don't know what it's going to do for society as a whole. Um, I think parents should probably keep that in mind of how do we want our child to be? Because that's a big influence, right? Like, goodness, I mean, I've been out and parents are, are starting to get to the point of like, man, let's push the envelope. Let's go take them out to the fair. Let's go take them to Cedar Point. Let's make sure that they're cool with this thing let's yeah. get them in a crowd because mm-hmm. that falls on the shoulders of parents it's not oh, it absolutely it's not has schools to. or like anything else to push them into it like right you are a person of the world not a person i mean you are also a person of your community but what life do you want to create mm-hmm. it's really cool i mean from a creative like you how do you want life to look <laughs> and it's like it gets daunting because you're sitting there like whoa yeah. You're telling me I got a blank canvas? Well, yes, sir, you do. Yeah. Just because you have the constructs of your day that you have to wake up, go to the gym, get to work, do your thing, yeah. finish at five, then you could start up your side hustle mm-hmm. and you do it all week until you can enjoy a whiskey on a Sunday with a guy that's got a half decent brain <laughs> and a pretty darn good hat. <laughs> Not to toot my own horn, but like you do these things to enjoy and you create and you Absolutely. construct your own way of life and you get to do that all over again of what you want it to look like with your kid and your wife. Yeah. Um, so it's a good thing because it's what you want it to be and your walls and your restrictions are only what you bring it. Like that's that's where you stop and where your comfort zone is. 
and you know, you're then passing that on to your kids. So right. So um, COVID, so COVID is a is a hurdle for sure. Can be, but it's it's more so about this op- this blank canvas that I have ahead of me. And uh, you could also I'm, use it as a benefit. Yeah, because you could think a lot of people might be complacent. Right. You exactly. could also, you know, I mean, depends what you want. I mean, from a, a getting ahead perspective mm-hmm. in school or culture or art, music, sports. I mean, I think I'm a big fan of sports and with kids. Team sports. It Agreed. teaches a lot. Agreed. Um, I mean, geez, look at the look at the journey that we've been on together. I mean, how many different people do you think you've interacted with? Not even been friends with, interacted with. Oh, I mean, it's it's countless. And how many times were you on the ice where somebody slashed you, and for the betterment of the team, you didn't retaliate? Yeah. I think that's a big, big, valuable thing out there and a lesson in the world of just because you get hit doesn't mean that you need to swing back because at some point it could hurt someone else close to you, not even you. Man, that should be a fame. That sounds like a famous quote from like Wayne Gretzky. Like I'm <laughs> literally going to put that in quotes because <laughs> that that truthfully runs deep. And that's why I wanted to open the discussion with you on, you know, parenting and COVID babies specifically because I think I've thought way further down the road. I've thought of what happens when these, when uh, maybe a baby born during COVID. When did COVID start? 2020? Uh, what, it started rumblings. Well, 2019. 2019 in November. The shutdown was 2020 in the U.S. Uh, oh. I can judge it based off of market dynamics. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> March 2020. <laughs> okay. Uh, we saw a bottom in markets. Um, so it was just prior to that, things were really starting to deteriorate. I remember January 2020, things were getting real sticky and weird. Okay. February was no bueno. March was like, Oh no. Yeah. And then it was, you know, we were figuring it out from there and it was about a year, 18 months. Mm-hmm. I remember, man, we had so many, uh, industry professionals sitting there saying, we're going to take a two week pause. <laughs> yeah. <God. laughs> and two years later, we're like, we'll try and get back to the office. Right. <laughs> so what I've been thinking about is how is a, how is the generation that was born between the end of 2019 or, I mean, really anytime 2019 yeah. and 2020, how are they going to compare to those who were three years older than them and three years younger than them? Much like my baby is going to be because we're due in almost 2023. Yeah, you're, you know, you're right there. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen when those 20-year-olds are up against each other. Because, look, we face competition in our jobs. 100%. All, and, all the time. And we see a lot of these market shifts based on what we call the modern consumer. What yeah. is the modern consumer going to look like in those eras? Um, I think a little bit more inclusive. Uh, the focus of what they're looking at might be more along the lines of uh, authenticity. Um, maybe a bit of, a, I think, treating people. Better is going to be more of a, a run true type of thing. Yeah. I hope the inclusiveness continues. Um, I'm a big person for live and let live. Um, Love what, it. If, as long as what you're doing doesn't infringe upon my freedoms and my wishes, you are free to do what you want. I love it. Um, and I, I think there should be more of that, but hmm, we'll see. Okay. Um, but I think treating people with kindness 
is something that's going to live more true, especially with the rise of uh, certain personalities on social media. I'm a big believer in just treating people right. I'm not big on social media. Um, I do like, you know, various platforms, Twitter, YouTube. It keeps me connected with the communities I interact with. Sure. Um, but and you can choose which communities you want to be in. Yeah. Which is great. And I think living your truth, like these are the things that I like. It doesn't mean it needs to be your thing, but that's, that's, you know, my belief. Yeah. Um, and I think just, just living what it is that you want is going to be more prevalent breaking down the walls of these are your restrictions and you need to live by it. I think that's kind of what we're seeing. Yeah. And that's setting the stage for the next, hopefully 10, 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you know, we'll, we'll be just trying to guide and, and help others. And those are, man, I can pull so many great quotes out of that, that I can say, this is what Adam, uncle Adam would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally that's, that's what I can tell my baby. So that's kind of why I want to ask you those things. Yeah. And man, we can dig into that's an evolving one, man. That changes on you know monthly, yearly yeah, basis. There's there's a lot to dig into there, but the point here is, you know, we've gone from think about today. We've gone from sharing a whiskey together. Yeah. We got together on a Saturday, uh, Sunday morning, yeah. rather, and got to sit down and catch up with each other, which I think is super important to do. Hundred percent. Um, and it kind of stemmed from what we got with these really creative, uh, baby gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, something that's on the registry, but can be a little bit more creative. Super cool. Great. Um, but what it's really sparked is this idea of us sitting down, having a conversation of taking time for myself and creating a conversation with between myself and Morgan. Cause we're at that point in, in our stage where it's just doctor's appointments and being ready for the baby. And I always feel like uh, there's something else I can do to, pre- to prepare and I think having open lines of communication, talking about parenting styles, talking about what's going on in the world right now. I have a, an interesting thought, comment, question. Sure. What's out there for like, I know we're in, we do this remote, yeah. right? Your yeah. house. How can we bring together guys in like a group call to be like, talk about dads, grab your bottle of whiskey, go around. Yeah, here's what I'm drinking. I love it. I think I'll, I think. But then, I mean, what Zoom might that be? And Teams, I like Teams. I mean, I'm at Microsoft. There's a lot of platforms you can, even if it's a chat group, even if we get on Discord. If if anybody wants to uh, maybe do like a Friday debrief. Yeah. You know, and you guys aren't going out on dates, whatever, or like with the gals. Yeah. uh, You want to get together and talk about what they're going through because the best insight that you're going to get about being a dad is the foresight of others that are going to give the you the best insight is the foresight that others are going to get from you. I mean, yeah. even your dad, like rusty down the street. Yes. Right. He, he's going to be able to prepare you for what you're going to go through week one, day one, yeah. you know, month one. Here's what you should look out for. It may be different. It may not be the exact same, but it's probably going to rhyme. It's going to sound, it's going to be, it's going to look somewhat similar. Yeah. Well, that doesn't change. The landscape, hockey, the game of hockey, right? Mm-hmm. Largely is the same. Yeah. Over the last hundred years that you've had NHL hockey, the game is largely the same. Some rules, they're different. Sure. But the end goal of winning the Stanley Cup is still pretty the, much the same. The whole con, the general concept is the same. Yeah. So you've got different legends like Rusty, like my dad, Dale. Oh, yeah. Both legends. Bill's dad. 
Yeah. Big Bill. <laughs> big legend. Bill Sr. <laughs> Bill Sr., big legend. Um, but they know what's going on. They have insight from their era. We have insight from our era and the guys that were in between. Reach out to your local communities. We can have one here. If anybody is interested in looking for some help, let's just chat, man. Yeah. It's a good way to do it. I agree. So we'll, we'll look maybe into some something kinda... together like that. Twitch, yeah. live stream, something. Let's get into it. 15, 20 minutes. Jump in if you want. I think they've got even Reddit does some live stuff too. You okay. Live call. We'll, we'll look into that. Uh, we want to get a little bit more feedback going to make sure it's going to be worth everybody's time. But I, even if we had one person come in and ask some questions and open up a discussion, I or think. We can share a story. For sure. I and think it's I important think, for guys to talk. Absolutely. And I think that's kind of the. To, to wrap things up, that's where Morgan and I are now. We're prepared for this baby physically. We have all the items we need. We yeah. have the routing down. We have we have a game plan in place. Now it's just talking about real-world things because as much as you plan for a baby, I know things are going to change. How are we going to adapt to it? How are we going to take time for ourselves? How are we going to involve mm-hmm. grandparents and, you know, literal uncles and babysitters, uncles, yeah. uncles like yourself because sure. you're going to be an uncle. Um, I mean, it's, it's, this is a, a good time to, to kind of talk about that. So let's leave you with that today. I think that's a good place to leave off. Think about some of these things that we talked about. Not only go get yourself a bottle of new riff, double <laughs> rye, great, uh, great get, cre- get creative with some of these baby gifts, but think about what is going on in our world and how that could affect a future baby or your current baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk to friends and family you know, open up that discussion and go, you know, this is something I've been thinking about. What are your thoughts on it? Because I get so many ideas from you. Mm-hmm. I get so many ideas from Bill just by talking about it. So open up discussions and and have a conversation with each other. And I think it's only going to help you as a parent. It's going to help your kids in the long run. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, it's good thoughts for, uh, for concluding today. Yeah. At any rate, well, hey, thanks for joining us. Um, jump over to YouTube, like I said. Bottles, ampersand bottles. That should that should get you there. It'll get us there. If, if you're It'll not on, you if you're not on Instagram, follow us at uh, bottles.n.bottles. And um, um, I've got an epic glass, but hey, as always, bottles up. 